Welcome to the Faith Mamas Podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. We're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up a lot. But we have been called to a mighty work, motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry. But we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mamas is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to the Faith Mamas Podcast. This podcast has been made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. Become a Faith Mama sponsor and join us in spreading the message of hope, healing, and deliverance to moms across the world by visiting www.faithmamas.com slash sponsor. Thank you for tuning in to episode 35 of the Faith Mamas podcast. Today, we will be talking about praise and gratitude. Here's a little glimpse of our conversation. When we begin to, to just praise God and recognize that he doesn't change, he doesn't shift, he's not, like you said, he's not caught off guard by what's going on in our life. And what's going on in our life may seem bad, but that doesn't make God not good. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get this conversation started. Hello, Faith Mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Faith Mamas podcast. I am obviously not Ryan, who does the welcome so well. This is Dominique, and I'm here with Janice, and Ryan is off doing mom life things right now. We can all relate to that. Sometimes you have to take some time away um, to hang with your family. So that's where she is. So I just want to say, hey, Ryan. And um, she will be joining us again next week. But today we are going to be starting our new series on praise and gratitude. And we are so excited about that. And we are also going to be introducing our first Faith Mama's Box that will support this theme by giving you tons of great resources to support you as you grow in the Lord. For more information, make sure you go to www.faithmamas.com slash box. And now I'm going to throw it over to my sister, Janice, as she tells us a little bit more about the Mom Life Roll Call. All right. Hey, Mamas, this is one of our favorite parts of the podcast. It's the Mom Life Roll Call. That's where we get to have an opportunity to share. Most of the time lately we've been sharing from the virtual village these Mom Life moments that you all post out there for us. They are hilarious. Some of them make you want to scream. Some of them make you want to cry. And my child always shows up for every mom life moment. It happens, you guys, every week. Every week. So I get to kind of always cameo what mom life is all about, and London just pops in every week right on time. That's what it's about. They just do stuff, okay? All right, so this week we have a mom life moment, and it's from Andrea Burkhart. And I was reading it, and it was so hilarious. So Andrea says, I was working with my kiddo on learning our address. And instead of saying, my brain is tired, can we take a break? She starts making things up for our street names. So I told her, babe, this is really important. You have to know your address and street so in case you get lost, you can tell the policeman where to take you. And she just looks me dead in the eye and goes, well, I just won't get lost. <laughs> I love that. that was oh, so man. Amazing. I love it. It made me smile, Andrea. I love her for saying that. That was hilarious. The kid yes. has a Kids are so matter of fact. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, well, problem solved. I just won't get lost. <laughs> I love it. this activity. So now, Mom, how about that? <laughs> there we go. I have a solution for this. Don't get lost. Exactly. <laughs> Mom life. All right. Well, today we are going to be talking about praise and gratitude. Um, as it relates to us praising God, being grateful to God, and how does that relate to our mom life? So my first question that I'm just going to pose, and you can think about it if you're listening and kind of jot down your answer. We're going to talk a little bit about it here on this podcast. It's when we hear the words praise and gratitude, what do we think about? And are praise and gratitude important to God? So... I am going to throw it to my sister, Janice, and see what she thinks, and then we're just going to have a conversation. And make sure you jot down your thoughts as well um, and put them in the virtual village so we can keep having this conversation. But, Janice, what do you think about that? 
When you hear the words praise and gratitude, what are your thoughts? The first word that comes to mind when I think about this is just being in a state of just being thankful Mm -hmm. and just really, you know, lifting up the name of God. And I'm going to go a step further because we say that a lot of times, and even I had to question myself, like, what does it mean when I'm lifting up the name of God? And for Mm -hmm. me, lately, it's been learning to remind myself of who he is. And I'm going to be honest with you, I've really had to go to the word to kind of understand. And, and hear me, I'm not saying I don't see him. You know, like on my, every day I see things. And I know he's a creator. I know who he is. I can think about things I've gone through and where I know he's been present. But then also I realize like going to the word has helped me to kind of understand his characteristics as well. So that it mm-hmm. helps me that to know how do I, you know, what does it mean when I praise him? Why I praise him because I have to go to remember who he is and I remember his promises and it helps me to learn more about his nature there. And then it kind of helps to kind of like heighten my senses so that when I'm having my own private time, I'm like, oh, that's God. Oh, that was him. Oh, you know. Um, and it just helps me to know that as I'm praising, my, to me, my mind is just focused on who he is, not who I am, not what my situation looks like. It's just let me focus on God. Yeah. That's good. And, you know, I'm glad that you said, you know, focusing on God and focusing on who he is, because when I thought about these two words, especially when I thought about gratitude, I thought of a conversation that I had recently with my husband, and um, I I was thanking him for he did something for me, and I was thanking him, and I was like, you're the best husband in the whole world, you know, all that mushy stuff. (laughs) And, And then he said, well, would I still be the best husband if I didn't do it? I was like, mm. uh, wasn't really prepared for that question, but I think my answer should be yes. <laughs> but it just kind of, right, but it kind of reminded me of God. It's like, okay, when we talk about gratitude, like it being deeper than, God, I'm grateful that you did this and this and this, but it's like, I'm grateful for who you are. I'm grateful for your character. I'm grateful for everything about you, even if you don't do something the exact way that I want you to, I'm grateful for you. I will I will praise your name um, even in the midst of the storm, I'll praise you type of thing. And so when I was looking at these two words, I was like, okay, you know, it's kind of easy to be grateful. It's kind of easy to praise when, you know, God is doing things you want him to do and your life is going the way you want it to go. And then I started looking at, like, what about when it's not going the way you want it to go? And when I looked at that next question, which is, is praise and gratitude important to God? I thought about my husband. I'm like, I'm sure it is important to God. We see it throughout scripture. But it's even more important when things aren't going the way we want them to, that we still keep this posture of I will be grateful and I will praise you. Um, and I really, you know, I learned a lot from my conversations with, with Steve, who's my husband, um, but that was something I really learned. It's like it can feel a little fake when somebody's saying thank you when they're getting their way or you're the best when they're getting their way. It can feel a little like it can lack authenticity, like, yeah, am I really the best or are you just really happy with the fact that I did what you wanted me to do? And so it really made me think about, you know, what does it mean for praise and gratitude to be important to God? And what does that look like? And, you know, are we really grateful for him or are we grateful for his power? Are we grateful for what he can do? You know, but are we really grateful for him? Like if he never did anything else for us, we still be grateful. So those are some of the things um, that I was thinking about. But I know we were, we're going to jump right into the scripture and just dig more into the conversation. The scripture today comes from Psalm 100. And it's literally the whole psalm. Uh, psalm 100 is super duper short. But it is literally a praise psalm. We're just going to break it down a little bit and talk a little bit about what um, is going on here. It says, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And that's Psalm 100, and that's the NIV version. So I'm going to pose this question, 
And the question is, what stands out to you in this scripture? Okay, so when I was listening to what you were reading, what stood out to me, and it's a couple things that stood out, but I'll tell you one of the things that, that stood out. It was just like, the, and I think it's around verse 3, that says, know that the Lord he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So I, I'm going to tell you, I looked at that, and I was, while we were up here recording, I was kind of, you were reading, I was bouncing between verses, because sometimes, guys, I bounce between so I can understand. And so I went to the message to kind of see what the message had to say about that. So when I read it in the message, it said, know this, God is God, and God is God. <laughs> he made yeah. us. We didn't make him. We're his people, his well-tended, his well-tended sheep. So when I think about praise, I'm like, okay, and I'm, I'm listening to what you just read. Like, the truth is God really doesn't need our praise. You know, a lot of times mm. we hear praise, we think that, you know, when, pe- when people praise us because we're, you know, we're flesh and we're human, like it kind of lifts you up and makes you feel some kind of way. But to me, like God is, this message says, know this, God is God and God, God. So God is who he is. Our praises don't change his posture as him being God. You know, and so it's kind of like when I hear that, it makes me think about as I'm praising him, it should be more pure and not to feel like I'm praising him so I can get ready to get something from him. Because he is who he is, and it says here, we're his people, his well-tended sheep. I am his child irregardless. My praise doesn't woo him. And so that just really stuck out to me. Like I don't have to praise him to – my praise isn't to pump him up. God is not prideful. It's not to make him whatever. It's – when it's a genuine praise, I believe there's something that happens relationally that he can pour out in me because I'm his, and it's the connection point where I'm recognizing who my father is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you said that, you, you said the piece when you said, our praise doesn't woo him, I was like, woo. <laughs> that hit me. I was like, that is so true. Our praise doesn't woo him. And when you look at this scripture, it really is about our posture and not God's posture. Like you said, God doesn't change. Like the message that God is God is God. Like he's God, period. And all of one of the things that stood out to me is that throughout the scripture, his posture doesn't change. It says that, you know, know that the Lord is God, so that's not changing. It says, uh, for the Lord is good, that's not changing. His love endures forever, that's not changing. His faithfulness continues through all generations, that's not changing. It has nothing to do with our praise, but our posture and our position does have something to do. It does shift and change. Like when we worship the Lord, it says worship the Lord with gladness. So one of the things that I was thinking that, you know, we can be going through chaos and all types of things, but then when we begin to worship, it shifts our mindset. It should shift us into a place of gladness, into a place of joyful song. It should shift us from whatever our circumstances are to a place where we're focusing so much on God that it actually changes our mindset and it literally all of this is like a reminder to us not to God but a reminder to us of who he is and who he is and how he's going to continue to be who he is and when you start to think about that your circumstances seem so small like when I start to think about God like you said God is God is God like My circumstance seems so small because God is God. No matter what it is, no matter what my circumstance says or tries to tell me, God is God. And when I look at this and I say, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever, like that shifts my whole day. Like try to have a bad day when you're like, well, the Lord is good and his love endures forever. Even in the midst of this storm, God is still good and his love endures forever and his faithfulness continues through all generations. He's never going to change. And this situation's not changing him. Like that shifts your mindset. That changes everything. And I, I actually am starting to learn, even through this scripture, that praise is one of the greatest weapons that we have been given as humanity, 
that we have the opportunity to praise him. Because like you said, our praise doesn't move God. It's not like he's like one day he's king and then we stop praising him and he's not king anymore. No, he's still king whether we recognize it or not. You know, he still is who he is whether we acknowledge him that day or not. But our day changes and our everything around us shifts. Our atmosphere changes when we take the time to praise and worship God. Like everything around us just transforms. It shifts. There's something about the way you were just talking. And you do it a lot. You speak a lot of times very enthusiastically. And you speak, <laughs> and, and it's a confidence, right? And I know that you have your moments, so, you know, we all have them. But there's something you said, and I noticed a lot of times when things happen, people are like, well, this is what God wants. Praise him anyhow. Praise him in mm. advance. But we, our, our, our whole we don't mean it from our heart. What we really mean is, like, I really don't know if I trust you, God. And it doesn't mean that we can't be bold and tell him, like, and honest and say, God, I'm not sure about this. But it's something, like, if you listen to a lot of the songs, David will say, like, I'm not sure about this. I feel a certain way, and I'm mad, but you're God. And, like, it's something about how his words are recorded in some of those songs that he wrote that just really, like, it comes up with this confidence level. And I feel like that's what happens when we praise. It doesn't mean we ignore what we're dealing with. We're like, you know, that sucks over there, and I'm not feeling it. It has me angry or I'm hurt. I don't understand, but and that, that but changes everything, but you are this, God, and this is what you are. And it kind of just repositions, like you said. It repositions us to kind of refocus us on the one that really can help us get through. Mm-hmm. And, and not just get through, but become out way more victorious mm-hmm. than we ever thought we could. Amen. Yes. And, you know, it's like a reminder to us. And it's also a reminder to our situation, our circumstance, our everything that's going on around. It's like, oh, wait, yeah, this is happening, but God is, and God is, and this is who God is. It's like a reminder. And I like when you said, like, are we truly believing what we're saying? You know, really taking that time when we're praising and when we're saying these things, are we really believing it? Are we allowing it to get in to our heart? Are we allowing it to to come out from our heart? Like, God is this. So, therefore, no matter what, this, God never changes. It's something amazing about being able to know that when everything else feels like it's all over the place, that God is still God, is still God, is still God. So on point because I'm sitting there like now I'm like finally the scripture is starting to make sense to me because I first read it and I was like oh my gosh, um but first thing <laughs> about all the earth recognizing who he is and so like you said when you start focusing and knowing who he is like creation understands who he is they understand why does creation understand has fall yet to come in season when it's supposed to has the sun mm. yet to shine like it's supposed to you know it has like you know. Has, Yes, yeah, some things might be happening in the world and climate changes in here, but there's certain things that they still do what they're supposed to do. Cows still have cows. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's some things that he spoke, and it's like the earth, creation, always understands his majesty and who he is and how he is so beyond. In, I mean, he's in control. He made it. So like mm-hmm. once you start remembering who you're dealing with, I mean, he did that. We're reading in Job. Hey, little plug, ladies, check us out at Virtual Village. We're reading in Job. Um, yep. And once we get to that portion of Job, he starts talking to Job about who he is. He's like, hey, have you been here when I did this, 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 and this? Do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. I am him. Yeah, God is so awesome. And, you know, the the next question I have, I'm, I'm going to kind of answer it, you know, but I'm going to kind of tap dance around it because I was um, getting some other stuff too. But it was how does praise and gratitude shift the atmosphere. And one of the things I've really been thinking about lately is that we kind of in, a, in this Western society um, are kind of like a narcissistic society. And what I mean by that is like we focus so much on ourselves. We focus so much on everything that impacts us, everything that impacts our life. Um, I, re- I called my mother-in-law recently and I'll be honest, her response kind of hurt my feelings a little bit, and I'm going to tell you what she said, but it was so real. So I called my mother-in-law because my husband and I were in some petty argument, right, and we were trying to figure out, like, how, who's right or who's wrong, and we were just <laughs> like, well, you know, this, this person wanted to t- didn't want to take the, the bookshelf downstairs. It was something petty, and her response was, 
did you know that in Indonesia there's a massive storm and thousands are dying? Whoa. And I was like, well, hold up. My problems matter. Like, you know. That was that was my response. It was like, wait a minute. But what God began to show me is he was like, in order to truly praise me, in order to truly be grateful for who I am, like you talked about at the beginning, Janice, like not for what I've done for you, but for who I am, is like you have to see me beyond you. And so, you know, when we talk about how does praise and gratitude shift the atmosphere, it gets the focus off of me. Because let's be honest, focusing on us and our problems and everything that's going on, it will have you sad because there's always something sad that you can focus on. There's always something. and And then, you know, it always feels like, you know, you may have this great, experience or happen or you got a promotion at your job or you got a new house and then that moment is gone like at, like with a snap of a finger and now you're on to another moment that might not be as pleasant and you're on this roller coaster ride trying to hang on to the good moments and trying to release the bad moments as quickly as you can and it just is a roller coaster but if we start to focus on God outside of what he's doing for us if we begin to focus on him for who he is, then we don't have to succumb to that roller coaster ride of clinging to the next good moment. Well, that just stepped on every ounce of my toes. I'm going to put that out there. That was awesome. And I'm going to say this because someone's going to listen to this, and, and unfortunately they might say, does that mean my problems don't matter? And no, I'm, nope, nope, we never said that. We didn't say that. We did not say that. If you're dealing with something, don't ignore it. Don't sweep it under the rug. We're not saying that. But there's a place where you put things in perspective. And what you just explained was that the argument wasn't really that big of a deal. You know, it wasn't that big. It was something you guys could resolve so that you could spend your time. You know, that that's what you were basically explaining. It felt like something, even once the perspective was put in place, it's like, well, wait a minute. You know, so allow God to help you put things into perspective. And some things he's going to say, you need to let me have that. You're going to be yeah. sorry. Let me have that because I need you to give me that because I need you to go work on this over here. I got that. You go intercede for this person. I've got that. You go feed this person over here. I've got that. Somebody's going to need a ride to work tomorrow. I have that. Somebody, this mom is going to be having a breakdown in the, in the mall because her kid's going to be bugging out. You focus there. So it doesn't mean yeah. what you're dealing with is not important. He's just going to help you align it and put it in perspective. That's all it is. Right. You're yeah. important. Yep. It's just a perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that you said that. And I think that when we start to praise God, we begin to realize that he's got all the stuff that we're concerned about. I mean, if you think about it, you know, you're talking about a God who created the heavens and the earth. Like, he's got me. Like, he's He's got it. He's got all of it. I don't have to worry about it because, you know, he he's the master planner anyway. Like, he has an amazing plan. He has an amazing way of, of, of doing things. And so it kind of takes that weight off my shoulders where it's like, you know, when you get into a place where you're praising God and you're thanking him, it takes that weight off your shoulders where you feel like you have to figure it all out by yourself. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man. Well, I'm not even going to front. I'm not going to pretend like, you know, oh, yeah, this is my life. I'm, like, so perfect at this because, you know, every day I'm praising God and I'm not even focusing on my problems. I would be a liar. That's not true (laughs) because a lot of times I do get, like, wrapped up in my issues and I get wrapped up in things. Um, that I'm going through, and I don't praise God, and I don't thank God. And I'll be honest, for me, and this not, might not be for everybody, but for me, I find it difficult sometimes to press through and praise and be grateful in the middle of a storm. Like I do, I find it hard because I I find myself in kind of like this whirlwind of a pity party that sometimes I can't even I like. How do I dig myself out of it? God usually snaps me out of it in some way like I was in a car recently and I was just like oh my gosh everything is just not going right and the way that I thought it would go and my marriage feels like it's like oh so much work and I'm a stay-at-home mom but I suck at cleaning and I'm horrible at this and this is not going like I was literally in 
this swirling downward spiral. And I get out of my car and I see the box for uh, the Faith Mama's box stuff. And I got so excited. And then I, like, snapped out of it, and I was like, oh, thank you, God, this is so great, you know, because I'm so excited that this box came. <laughs> and I was, it was so, it was a complete turnaround. Like, Steve was watching me like, what in the world? But it was like a complete turnaround. Like, I'm like, oh, I got this box. Oh, thank you, God, I'm so excited. Oh, God, I know that was you because this box wasn't supposed to come for another three days, but I know that you knew that I was going to have this pity party, and I needed this box to get me out of this swirl. But the, but my question is, when we find ourselves in the middle of the storm, how do we praise God and how do we show gratitude in the midst of things that are not easy or that just feel hard? I feel like in the middle of the storm, the first thing you do is admit I'm in a storm. I'm dealing with this and this is what it feels like. I think that's the very first step. It really is. And I'm going to be honest, if you have to, don't feel ashamed if you have to talk to someone else. You know, definitely talk. I, I can talk to someone who believes in Jesus. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just being real. It's going to encourage you in the Lord because what you don't want to do is get hung up talking about the same thing and making yourself feel worse or, you know, digging yourself deeper when you're in the middle of a storm. You don't want to go out further to see, you know. So let's kind of talk to someone who can encourage you, and maybe even pray for you. Maybe you need to pray for you. And then for you yourself, it takes strength. But you got to start after you spend, if you talk to someone else or you spend time with God, definitely spend time with him no matter what, you really have to start saying to him who he is. Even in the middle of the tears, I'm going to take one from you, Dominique, from a couple weeks ago. Maybe in the middle of those not-so-nice words, because after a while, what's going to happen is as you start to, like you said, magnify him, before you know it, the storm you were in the middle of, like you're going to be standing on top of the storm and looking down, and the waves may still may look crazy, but you're all of a sudden elevated in this situation because God is, because you decided to put him there and you've allowed yourself to see a different position, he's raising you to a different view of what you're dealing with. And what I notice is a lot of times when that happens, you start to see things a little bit differently. It doesn't kind of look as bad as what it really was. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't. I'll, I'm going to use a personal example, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to take in my time and carefully try to say this for a second. You know, when things happened in my life where um, my marriage was falling apart and, and you know, we were separated and, and things didn't look like they were reconciling, um, I was like, I'm in the middle of this storm, and what in the world am I going to do? And what are people going to think? And what are people saying? And how am I going to even just, what am I doing, you know? And then all of a sudden, God had to show me a couple of things. And one of the things he showed me as I allowed him to elevate me, that means, you know, feelings of hurt and anger had to had to take a back seat. He had to show me that where Everyone was in my scenario, my daughter or my husband was. We were right. It didn't take him by surprise. And as, mm-hmm. as I sat back and I started replaying some things, as I looked at how some situations couldn't play out and they, did, they could have played out and they didn't play out, he showed me that, you know what, he was there. And actually where I was and where he had us, we were okay. He, he literally lifted all of us because had we stayed where we were, we probably would have been torn apart, it would have been a ton of it would have been a ton of hurt. There would have been things that shouldn't have happened. But he elevated me to see now I'm not saying these things were are pretty to go through situations like this, but even in a tough situation he can elevate you and show you that he's there. He has it under control and that sometimes even in the midst of that where he's placed you, it's okay because he's there. And you know, I'm really glad that you shared that trans with that transparency and I'm also really glad that in the virtual village we're reading Job. Like I I believe that God is setting us up and showing us that praise and gratitude, true praise and true gratitude are not contingent upon our circumstances. Like it's one thing to say, Lord, I praise you because, you know, you opened this door for me to get this new job. It's one thing. And, yes, we are grateful and thankful for when God opens doors. But it's something completely different when we begin to praise God, when we begin to say, God, I praise you because you're good. 
Lord, I praise you because no situation and circumstances change you, changes you. I praise you, Lord God, because you're king. I praise you, Lord God, because you created heaven and earth. When we begin to, to just praise God and recognize that he doesn't change, he doesn't shift, he's not, like you said, he's not caught off guard by what's going on in our life. And what's going on in our life may seem bad, but that doesn't make God not good. And so when we begin to recognize those things and we begin to praise from that place, even in the middle of the storm, it does, it shifts the atmosphere. And like you said, Janice, it doesn't mean the things are pretty and they're comfortable and it's like, yeah, I'd go through that again. No, half the things that, you know, that when we're talking about praising through the storm are not things that we would just readily go through again. But at the same time, God shows us who he is in the storm and in the sunshine and in the fall and in the winter. He continues to show us that he's not changed by our seasons of our lives and he continues to be God, to be God, to be God. And that is so amazing. So I know that we have to come to a close, and we're going to continue this conversation about praise and gratitude throughout this this whole month. And I'm excited because I do believe that starting to incorporate praise and gratitude into our life regularly as as faith mamas is really going to not only transform our life, but it's going to transform our parenting. It's going to transform a lot of things. I believe God is giving us this weapon of praise for us to be able to recognize who he is. So I want to issue a challenge to us all is that for the next few days, until we come back again on this podcast next week, think of five things before you go to sleep every night. Think of five things to praise God for and try to make them things that are him, his character, who he is, things that will never change. Our job, yet we can thank him for that, but that may change. We may get another job. We may be unemployed. We may, there may be things that happen, but things that don't change. Like reach for those things that are God, that don't ever change. Like, God, I'm grateful that you created the trees. They're so beautiful. I'm so thankful that you created the trees and that we watch these leaves fall and that it happens every season and it's amazing. Like the things that God has done that you are literally in awe of every night, let's try to think of five things and literally just before we go to bed, just say, God, you know what? I thank you. I'm grateful for this. And let him know. And um, if you if you're thinking of some things or if you have come to like a revelation or something you want to share, please jump into the Faith Mamas Virtual Village and share it with us because we want to know, you know, some of the things that God has shown you that you're like, wow, I never thought about this, but I'm so grateful to God for this, for who He is, and for you know these things that. He's done that have nothing to do with me, but everything to do with him. We would love to hear about it. So jump in the virtual village. Let us know um, what God is sharing with you. And next week we're going to talk a little bit more about praise and gratitude and how we can begin to incorporate praise and gratitude into our life as faith mamas. Now I'm going to throw it over to my sister Janice as she thanks our sponsors. I'm going to thank our sponsors. I'm going to tag a little bit onto the challenge just to help if this hopefully to help someone. Um, if you think about we're faith mamas, we're mamas, and a lot of times, you know, your children are really excited to thank you when you do something for them. You know, if I get mm-hmm. my daughter, she goes, wow. Um, but the moments when she just pauses and I can tell she just says, mommy, I love you, and there's nothing attached to it, those mm-hmm. moments, all moments, of course, except for, I ain't going to lie, some moments are tough. I ain't going to tell you all moments are great. <laughs> but for the most part, I love the moments. But those moments are special because I know it's authentic and it's from my heart, and it's not in response to something I've done. So as you're thinking about the challenge and you're trying to think about how to be grateful to God, just think about that. You experience it most of the time, probably every day as a parent. Kids do it to us all the time, and guess what? We do it to our father. So just a little something to help you think as you're thinking about your five things, and it actually helps me to think, too, so that I can pull out the more authentic pieces and parts that I really want to thank God about, not just the, the stuff only. So yeah. <laughs> with that being as we're thanking him, since we're talking about gratitude, <laughs> thank you so much to our podcast sponsors. Shout out to Chelsea Curaz, 
Steve Young, Janice Young, and Lisa Diggs for sponsoring Faith Mamas Monthly. If you would like to support us in spreading the word of hope, healing, and deliverance to moms all over the world, you can become a sponsor today. And to do so, you go out to www.faithmamas.com slash sponsor. And don't forget to join the hundreds of moms in over eight countries across the world and download the Faith Mamas app, available on Google Play and the iTunes Store. Get access to this podcast as well as devotionals, the virtual village, the Faith Mamas radio station, right at your fingertips, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All right, so let us pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you, God, for being such an amazing father. God, we thank you that we thank you that our gratitude doesn't woo you or change your position in our lives. We thank you that you've chosen to love us unconditionally. And God, we thank you that gratitude and praise is another way for us to come into relationship with you. So Heavenly Father, God, help us in that area. Some of us are trying to know how to come before you to try to learn who you are even more, God. So, Lord, I just ask you, Heavenly Father, right now, for those that are listening to this podcast, or even those that aren't, that are just trying to find that way that in the midst of their storm to, to praise you anyway, God. God, that you do what you do better than anyone could ever do, and then it's that you meet us there. God, we thank you, Heavenly Father, because we know you're an ever-present Father. You're always aware. Your love for us is unconditional, God. And, God, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to teach us as we study and learn to praise and worship you this month, God. You're going to blow our minds and show us exactly what that fellowship with you, what it does for us, God. It's bigger than the stuff, Lord. It's, it's a reconciliation, Heavenly Father, to our creator. And I just believe, God, you're going to impart in us things about ourselves that are so beautiful, so wonderful, so mind-blowing that we never knew was there. God, I thank you that you're going to just and you're just going to encompass these praises and, and this worship, God, and that you're just going to bring so much revelation, God, even about who you are. And, God, it's big. And, I, and God, I realize it's just so big. It's so big what you want to share, Lord. But in order to do that, we have to have that intimate time with you in which we allow you to impart things into us, God, and also where we trust you. We trust knowing who you are. We trust that your plans are, are better than we could, anything could ever imagine and that even when life gets hard and even though things around us like may look crazy, that you are there, God, and, God, that you are more than willing to help take us by the hand and walk us through anything we're dealing with. So, Lord, we thank you for that so much. We thank you for being a great father. We thank you for being the master of the universe. We thank you for just being the creator of all things. We thank you for your strategy, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the fact that you've already redeemed ourselves, us to you through your son, Jesus Christ, God. And, God, if there's anyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, that, that may not know you, God, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that there's an introduction that's able to be brokered between you and them because, God, I know that it's your will that, your people are reconciled to you, Lord. God, so we can spend eternity with you, just ruling and reigning. And right now, if there's anyone that has listened to this podcast tonight and you say, hey, you know what? I want that feeling. I want to be there, you know, or I want that thing. I don't even know what it feels like. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. I want my soul to be saved. Just simply say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you have been resurrected and you're seated at the right hand of God. I believe your Holy Spirit guides me and, and will lead me every day and is my helper. And I accept you as my Savior from this day forward. In Jesus' name. Amen.
when we begin to to just praise God and recognize that he doesn't change, he doesn't shift, he's not, like you said, he's not caught off guard by what's going on in our life. And what's going on in our life may seem bad, but that doesn't make God not good. 